Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing. With me, as usual, we have Oliver Young, Operations Director at the Young Automotive Group, and J.D. Diz Bradley, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. I'm here. Such a good day, right, I'm It's beautiful. It's raining outside. I love it. It is a beautiful day. It, do you know what it's a beautiful day for? What? Dancing. Let's dance. Dancing in the rain. <laughs> Let's dance, baby. Oh, no, dancing I, in the rain. Absolutely. And I heard you talking a little bit earlier about the, the subject matter for this episode. Oh, and man. I'm excited because we are going to do the cha-cha. That's a good segue, man. Thank good you. job. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, we need to pay you more. Well, let's step into it. Yeah, <laughs> better. Oh my gosh, Tim, you're <laughs> killing me. What have we got going on today, well, JD? Well, we're going to talk our. We're going to talk a little bit about about closing a sale, right? Let's just let's be honest. Some sales need to be closed, right? Um, and so we we're, we're titling the step your way into it because you know um, sometimes I'm I'm a firm believer there needs to be a process. Um, not everyone is just going to come up and say. I'll buy that one. Sign me up. I'll buy that one, right? Um, let me ask you guys real fast, just a quick question. Let's toss it out there for our listeners too. What do you feel like or why do you feel like sales professionals should have some kind of a closing process? Now, we've talked about a closing sequence before, but we've never really gotten into that was just leading up to actually closing a customer, right? Why would a sales professional want to have one? I would say the most important thing about closing is making sure that you understand how you're helping that customer. Um, because sometimes customers just, they want to be led. Right. They want to be helped out. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just in general. But as a buyer, I, yeah, I certainly don't know what I'm doing. So, yeah. so I, I need somebody to facilitate that for me. Well, for sure. And, and a lot of times... Um, especially in the automotive industry, because that's that's kind of what we're centric in. But and this is anything in sales. Um, you know, have you ever had a sales professional say, "Did you close them? Did you close them, bro? Tim, did you get them done? Did you close them?" I'm a sales noob, so nobody said that to yeah, me. Yeah, he has but, he closed but, anybody. But, but yeah. I've I've heard it on the movies. Yeah, you can't <laughs> close a door, Tim. And the thing about it is, is is we use this word "close" as this giant tool of "Did you close them?" And uh, it's it's the same thing as if you were to go get a manager to come in and help you with the process, people think you're bringing in who? The closer. The closer, right? The hammer. And you might as well look at a customer and say, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get my hammer, <laughs> right? Because that's how customers or guests feel about closing. Because they've heard all of this, the close. They even dread it like it's the close. Some salespeople freak themselves out because they know they have to close, close, right? Um but but I, I'm a big proponent of, and I want to talk about this for a second and get your thoughts, is if we've done everything right, right? In a previous podcast, we talked about um, under-promising and over-delivering. If we've done everything the right way, do we really need to close? Now, I know we need to ask someone to buy, okay? But but talk, talk to me for a second, Tim and Oz, about do we really need to close if we've done the right things? What could happen? As long as we've done the right things, um, I, I mean, the close is a simple statement of we're ready to move forward. Sounds good, right? right? <laughs> so I, I think there is still a close, but it's not this big, hairy, scary thing that's looming over both the customer and, and the, the salesperson. salesperson. Yes. Yeah, right? I mean, it's it, Everything's gone right. Now it's just... 
one more little it's the next piece of dialogue. And, natural and step. Natural step, yeah. We've talked so much on this podcast in the past about just making sure that you and your customer are on the same page, mm. right? Just just making sure that you're facilitating a process that that is, uh, you know, I, I f- hope I am not using a horrible word when I say kumbiotic. <laughs> <laughs> kumbiotic? I like that. Symbiotic? Kumbiotic. I like that. But making sure that you're, you're on the same page and, the, and that you're, you're working out a situation that's beneficial for both parties. No, I get it. Right? It, it's being like on the same wavelength. Yeah. Like, like when when you know that you're aligned with a guest and you're 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 side by side with them and you're both heading in the same direction as far as the cell is concerned, um, a symbiotic relationship. There you go. Thank you. I used a big word, um, <laughs> but that's the thing is is it seems like the sales process itself goes so much better. And the next natural step is literally just to say you you like it, right? And they say yeah, and you say great. You want you want to buy it, don't you? And they go yeah. Right. So so I wanted to make sure that I prefaced this closing sequence, this closing section with if you're doing everything else right in your process and you have to really go back and make sure you're dialed and you're that under promise over deliver type of person and you're giving the customer the experience they deserve. Closing then doesn't become this big, hairy, audacious Oh my gosh, it's coming up. I've got to I've got to ask them the basic question and then I've got to close them. Like that's so weird in a sales professional's head and even a customer's professional's it and it's I'll, I'll give you a quick example. It's driving back to the dealership with the customer. We're pulling on to the lot. I've asked them to just pull the car right up there into the what we would call the sold row. Both of us know what's coming. And there's this weird angst or anxiety in both parties, especially if I haven't done my job right, that, oh, man, here comes the close, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yep. And, 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 and I hope you catch the feeling of what I'm saying. Any sales professional that's worked with any guest, that it's all of a sudden coming to that point, and they're, your, your boss, your, your managers, your coaches, they're all at saying, ah, you'd better ask for the sale, ask for the sale, ask for the sale, right? And you know that, that, that we put such an emphasis on ask for the sale. Did you close them? That we freak ourselves out. And I'm a, I, I'm telling you what, our customers can smell fear and crap <laughs> all in the same <laughs> thing. Like they, Absolutely. They, they can sense that. So um, what I, what I want to do though, is I want to give you some tools today that I feel like if they're done the right way, will really help your customers step their way into understanding that it's the right decision. And, and JD, I, you know, as you're speaking about, you know, uh, generally you don't need a, a close if you've done everything right. And I 100% agree, but there's definitely different um, types of people that want a little bit of a fight to understand if they're getting a good deal or if they're yeah. right. And, and they, and they actually put up some stuff to make sure that, that there is some friction because they want to test the waters to make sure, Hey, they're doing everything they possibly can for me, right? Yeah. And and that's why I think what we're about to talk about is so powerful. Oh, yeah. Because it allows you to cut through some of that stuff and get to the meat and potatoes. Absolutely. And and they say that a salesperson's job really doesn't start until they hear the word no. no. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, no. Right. Uh, up at that, that point, in any sales position, it's just show and tell, right? So when a customer finally says, yeah, yeah, no, 
Um, if it's not that customer that even if you gave them the most beautiful of experiences, they still say, hey, no, I, you know, I need to think about it. This isn't the right time for me. I was only doing just a little looking and a little shopping. You're going to get all of these things. So what I want to talk about real quick is, is sometimes for guests, they throw out some really, really quick knee-jerk responses when you ask them to actually purchase something, right? I think we can all agree on that. Um, and so I want to give you one real cl- – I call it the dog ear. Yeah. Okay. It's the dog ear. Ready? Um, have you ever made a weird little sound to a dog? What does it do? Turns its head. It turns mm-hmm. its head. It t- tilts its <laughs> okay. ear and it looks at you. And if you go, and a dog just kind of goes, huh? What was that? This is this is what you're going to do literally with your guests. It's just simply repeating back to them what they said to you. I'll offer you, if you said to me, um, yeah, yeah, Diz, I just need to think it over. Say that to me. You know, Diz, I just, I just need to think it over. Think it over? Yeah. Did you feel me dog ear you? Oh, I could, I could absolutely. And, and you did it with me. Yeah. You dog eared me? <laughs> think it over? And if so you, you just turned your head. You guys could see him right now. When I said that, he tilted his head a little bit like, yeah. And you said the word, yeah. You confirmed to me that I said, think it over. And you go, yeah. Right. And you tilted your head with me. And, and sometimes that's just really, it's a quick response. And it's just a, a confirming reality to the customer that, that, oh yeah, I did just say, I, I need to think it over. Okay. That's the first thing I call, I call it the one step, but it's, I, I've named it the dog ear. Cause when, when you repeat that back to a customer and you tilt your head ever so slightly to them, they literally go, huh? And they tilt their head with you and go, oh yeah, uh, I just needed to think it over. I think it's a gorgeous way to non-verbally say, tell me more. Yeah. It's non-threatening. Uh, even a dog does it right. They go, yeah, what is that? Tell me more. <laughs> right. And so when you tilt your head and say, and just repeat what they said. It says, tell me more. Yeah. And, right? and the customer goes, I do need to tell them more. Yeah. Right. They, they almost feel obligated, obligated to, to do uh-huh. it. Absolutely. I, I have three dogs, so I mess with them all the time. So this <laughs> actually really works. I promise you. Um, so when we're talking about dancing, we got the one step. So now we're going to move on to the two step. Because sometimes when I say to somebody, yeah, you just, you just need to think it over. And they go, yeah, well... That didn't help me much. Mm-hmm. It was just a confirmation that, yeah, I need to think it over. And the customer in their mind now is saying, yeah, I really do need to think it over. Right? So so you may need to ask for more clarity. And what we're really pushing for, big buzzword right now in, in our industry and in every industry is transparency. What we're pushing for is true transparency. We want to be on the same page. We want to really understand what the customer is is saying no to. Because no, what does no really mean? Anybody know? What does no really mean? If I say no right now, Oliver, to you, what does it, what's it really mean when it's in the sales industry? It's just saying, uh, it's actually more of like a, a question of like, no, yeah. I, I, I need to, I, I need to understand more. There it is. Right? That's it. That's what I was looking for. No means not right now. No means you haven't given me enough information for me to say, yeah, mm. right? That's all it is. But we, we as sales professionals, we fear the word no. Because they say no, and you go, uh, uh, okay, well, uh, let, let me know when you're ready, right? Yep. Instead, all that meant is you haven't given me enough information. I don't have enough to process in my head to, to actually make that decision. That's all it is. So now you two-step them. Now we're, we're dancing. Because we're dancing, buddy, in the ring. You two-step them here. And what the two-step is is really just asking for a little bit more clarification. You, you, it's a little more direct. So, um, Oliver, just literally say, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to yeah, one-step yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. why don't you one-step me? I'll, I'll say, 
Um, you know, JD, I just probably need to think about it. You just need to think about it. Yeah, I just need to think about it. Well, that makes that, that makes perfect sense to me, Oliver. Do you, do you mind if I if I ask what exactly it is? I noticed the hesitation. What is it you need to think about? And right there, I would have to explain myself. Yeah, literally right there. I'm just saying now. Not only do I need more information from you, but now I'm asking for some specific information on what was it that you really needed to think mm-hmm. over, right? Um, and it's pretty direct. A lot of times, I'll promise you this, those of you that are listening, a lot of times you can weed out um, a customer's concern with just those two steps. Mm-hmm. Literally, if I say, well, let me ask you why. What, what is it that's holding you back? Why, why do you really need to think about it? What specifically is it? And you're going to go, Oh, well, it's this. It's, yeah, it's a payment. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can make those payments. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, something's going to come out to where I have now, and I'm going to say it on here. I call it shaking the farts out of the blanket, baby. <laughs> it, I shake said them it. farts. You got to shake the farts out of the blanket. If you've ever farted in a blanket and you came back, it was still there. You know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? A little too much information. Okay, so... After we've done this, we've asked for a little bit more information, and finally Oliver says, yeah, no, it's 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 the payments. How do you actually use a sequence of actually helping the customer understand, well, I can help with that? And that's what this means. So we're going to go through something. I'm just going to give you an acronym. It doesn't mean anything, but it's U-R-S-C, okay? What that stands for is understanding, restating, separating, and confirming, Okay, because the very first thing I want to tell a customer is that I understand it's clearing it up, right? The word clarify comes to mind, which means to make clear. What we're looking for, like I said earlier, is the ultimate transparency. So the thing that I'm going to say to Oliver is, is really, I'm just going to just let you know that I heard you is what it's going to boil down to. So I'm going to say to Oliver, as I'm going to say, so it it sounds to me um, like it's 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 the payments. Now, what I want to find out here, if, if it's something like payments, is, is I want to really reduce this to a few different things. Most all of the concerns a customer have can really fall under budget, making a good decision, or possibly getting the best deal. Okay, So I really want to find out, Oliver, um, and you can answer this, Oliver, is it, is it that you're just going to be writing a full check for the, the vehicle, or are you going to be making some of those payments? It, it'll be making payments. Okay, making those payments. So now I have gotten very, very good clarification on that his his issue is what? Making payments. It's making payments, mm-hmm. right? So I now know what it is that's holding him back from purchasing the vehicle, um, products, goods, or services, whatever it is, and it could be price, or it could be those payments. And that's actually most guests, okay? So the second thing I'm going to do, the first thing I did was really communicated that I understood by saying, sounds to me like it's um, it's the price that yep. you were talking about. Is that going to be payments or is that going to be just writing a check? Is it the full price? And you said payments. So now, now I go to restating because I really need you to fully understand um, that I listened, that I heard you. Okay, so I'm going to say to you, well, well, Oliver, it sounds to me like you're like me and everybody else. You're on a budget, right? Mm-hmm. And he's nodding his head with me right now, and he doesn't even uh, really need to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I need to. Sp- I need to. I need to use my word. I have complete control of him right now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, to, he's gazing yes. into my eyes. I, I am on a budget. He's on a budget. So if I'm going to say to him, he just got done telling me that it's the payment sense he's going to be making. So I'm going to let him know. Look, it sounds like you're like me, and everybody else. You're on a budget, right? Yes. And he said, yes. All I really did was just restate that he told me 
that it was these payments. Mm-hmm. Okay. And by restating that, I communicated that I understand, I understand him and I listened. Two of the single most important things that every guest needs to know is that I understand what you said. And I completely listened to you. 100%. Okay. So now what we need to do, the next step is the S. The S is separating. I need to separate that main concern, right? And really help him understand in a, on a transparent level how I'm going to help him do that. So the next thing I'm going to say to Oliver, Oliver, so let me ask you, assuming, and these are your f- two favorite words, other than and assuming are the best way to separate a concern or an objection that a customer has. So other than Oliver sitting down and show you that I can fit those payments into your budget, is there any other reason you wouldn't purchase my products, goods, or services right now? No. Right? Because it's being very direct. That is, So you're basically telling me as a customer, assuming that I could help you take care of that problem, that issue, that concern, what's holding you back. There's no other reason, and this is very important here, you have to mention there's no other reason why I couldn't send you home in it right now, right? Uh Uh-huh. Why do you think it would be, Oliver, so important to really separate that concern? Because you're trying to understand the full scope or understand what they're thinking right? And if it's just the payments, then let's just deal with the payments. But if it's payments and four other things, well, you're dealing with a lot more and we need to talk through all those. So if you don't see the full picture, you're only, you're, you're trying to battle one little part of it, but not really go after the whole problem and fix the whole problem. So it's really understanding your customer and taking care of their, their needs. And you can't do it unless you fully understand it. Yeah. And, and so Tim, that's why you're separating it. Tim, let me ask you this real fast. Sure. If I was to say to you, um, well, God, it just sounds to me, Tim, like if I'm here and you're right, you just want to make sure you're getting the best deal, right? Yeah, absolutely. Is that hard to answer? No. No. So, so, so <laughs> what you're saying then is if I could sit you down and I can show you literally that you're getting the best deal, is there anything else, anything else holding you back from pulling that trigger now? No. So you're saying I could earn your business right now? Yeah. Tim, I love it. Now. Um, what's interesting about that is Tim has basically said or confirmed to me that it's time to close the sale. And this is the closing sequence. We're going to use the, our last technique, which is confirming. And when you confirm, generally you need to ask an either or question because it's the best way to confirm to a guest that that's what I would like to do. So in my situation with, with Oliver and it's his payments, what I'm going to say to him is, Literally. Well, Oliver, it sounds to me like we found the perfect vehicle then. Would you like something hot or cold to drink while we go in, sit down, and we wrap this up? Something cold would be great. Something cold would be great. So what did he just say yes to doing, Tim? To sitting down and wrapping it up? Yeah, something cold would be great. (laughs) So let me just recap this for just two seconds because I want to make sure you have a solid understanding of it. Stepping your way into it means that we're going to one-step dog-ear a customer if we don't truly understand what it is they're saying and help them have that same understanding. Two is to make sure that we're pushing towards transparency. If we need to take that extra step, then it simply means that we are going to say, uh, it sounds like there's something holding you back. Do you mind if I ask that what that is? 
And then we're going to take that next necessary step if we need to get more clarification to actually close your customer. And we're going to go through understanding, restating, separating, and confirming to make sure that we step our way into that close. You literally just stole my copious notes. No, you notes. have more copious no, notes than that. Well, that's my copious and, notes. But, and Tim, just just to, like one of the things, J.D., that I loved about this uh, uh, today is the word transparency. Uh, customers ask us to be transparent over and over and over and all over, the time. Right. And we should be transparent, right? It, we don't have anything to hide. We're good people just trying to, uh, sell something, right? Absolutely. Uh, the, uh, for us to ask our t- customers to be transparent is okay too. And I think they actually respect it when they say, Hey, can you please be transparent with me and, and tell me why right now again, if it's issues that you have to overcome, you have to still overcome those issues, right? It's not like you can close them and then not address those issues. You have to be able to address the issues. That would but be under just, delivering. Yeah. You're just asking your customer, hey, Mr. Customer, please be transparent with me. And I'll be transparent with you and we can move forward, right? And I think customers really respect it. And so I love I love that today for sure, uh, Absolutely. Uh, do we have an action item? Yeah, your action item. First, your action item would be to identify even if you have any type of a closing process. So the first thing is, 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 am I simply just asking for the sale and then it's one and done like Tommy boy? Nope. Okie dokie then. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for your time. Uh, do you validate? Right. Um, or do I need to work through this? So the first thing is identify, do you have a process? And then the second thing would Start to try on the one step, the two step, and then URCS, understanding, restating, separating, and confirming. All right. Well, at the risk of hammering this too hard, (laughs) we're going to go through some copious notes really quickly. So first and foremost, if you're doing everything right, closing isn't a big deal. It, It should be just the simplest, easiest thing in the world. If you've done, if you followed the process and if you're on the same wavelength as the customer, uh, but there is a process here. We're going to do the one step. We're going to do the two step. One step, dog ear, repeat the customer's response, tilt your head a little bit, be non-threatening. Uh, it's a great way to get more information. Uh, and then two step, we're going to ask clarifying questions. We're going to ask for specifics. We want to be direct. Uh, we want to shake those farts out of the blanket. Shake them farts. Yes. From there, we're going to move into our URSC process. This is understanding, restating, separating, clarifying. This is all about transparency. Uh, we are going to ask clarifying specific questions to understand. We're going to restate the objection uh, to communicate that we are listening and that we do understand what the objection is. Then we're going to separate that primary concern from the sale itself. We're going to use terms like other than and assuming to specify that there is no other objection. Or if there is, we're going to suss those out a little bit and we're going to deal with them. But we just want to make sure that we understand the complete picture. Finally, we're going to confirm. We're going to ask an either or question and we're going to confirm that, yes, this is the time to close the sale. Absolutely. Bam. Cool. Such a powerful <laughs> tool. Guys, this is, this, is some, this is some fantastic hard skills. I love That's it. This is, this is really great. Um, as usual, uh, if you are listening to this podcast and you have not yet rated us on iTunes, left us a review, please do that. Get this podcast in front of your friends, your family, your neighbors, anybody who could benefit from it. And finally, if you do have questions for us, or if you have ideas for future podcasts, email us at podcast at youngcoe.com. All right. We'll see you next time. Be good.